You're listening to the Unlocking Business Growth Podcast with Nola Heal. Nola has over 30 years of experience in financial and operations management for companies around the world. As a part-time CFO, she's dedicated to working with businesses of all sizes to create sustainable growth and amplify strategy. Today, I'm excited to be joined by Peter de Villiers, CEO and co-founder of Macanta Software Limited and a small business systems and automation expert. Peter is a two times Amazon best-selling author, Barefoot Business, Three Key Systems to Attract More Leads, Win More Sales and Delight More Customers Without Your Business Killing You, and one of the co-authors and organizers responsible for the bringing together of expert contributors on three continents to produce Amazon number one international bestseller, Franchising Freedom. Welcome, Peter. Thank you for joining us today. We all seem to do it. No matter what our role is in the company, we identify a task that just needs two minutes to get it done, and off we go. Somehow, that becomes multiple two minutes. You are here to give us advice to stop this. To start us off, can you give us a bit of background? What got you started and to where you are today? Yeah, thank you for having me. Um, it's great great to be here with you. So it's always interesting answering that question because to a certain extent, I have no discernible skills or qualifications that got me to where I am. Um, I... I um, I, in a past life, I have a bachelor's degree in popular music performance. I am a qualified electrician. Awesome, nice combination. <laughs> and used to run my own electrical contracting business. So um, none of that really has anything to do with what I do now. But I suppose um, running different businesses gives yeah. me an insight into the fact that it's it's something universal. Um, so I actually started using software automation and stuff in my own businesses. And then when I transitioned, it was around 2014, um, I decided, well, actually, rather than um, necessarily crawling around lofts and and basements and, and the like and building sites, um, I can do for other people what I was using in my own business. Um, and from that then grew a complete obsession with processes and automation and um, trying to get rid of um, all the stuff that needs to be done but that nobody needs to do yeah there's there's no human skill involved Um, and to where I am now um, I'm leading the team at Macanta where for, from a product perspective, that's what we're focused on is, and the way I phrase it is to to eliminate the cancer of two-minute tasks um, that every business suffers from. And um, and yeah, so that's that's sort of what my focus fantastic. is. So tell us about Macanta. What do you do? What is the product and the service offering? Yeah, so Macanta is a, a tool or a platform that allows a business owner to create a bespoke CRM system with full process and workflow automation, um, but without the risk or cost of custom software development and everything and the time. So it's it's a it's a no-code solution. So anyone can jump in with a reasonable um, 
a level of technical ability, but there's no coding involved. So there's a whole library of how-to videos. And as long as you understand your business, then you can tell Macanto what your business is like and then drive through um, your processes. And, and, and it's really with the aim of taking those two-minute tasks that currently use up human energy, give it to a system, the system for one is more reliable, more consistent. Mm. Um, and it's not it's not necessarily from the angle of trying to replace the people in the business, but it just means you can you can actually free up the people in the business to deliver much higher value to the business and or the customer. Nice. Because these two-minute tasks invariably are things that perhaps need to be done, but they they don't actually deliver value to anyone. And also by using automation and getting the right tools in place, what happens a lot of the time is because you now have that automation in place, a lot of those two-minute tasks aren't required anymore. They've been completely eliminated, which then frees up time for people to actually do stuff that they are uniquely capable of doing and really delivering value to the business rather than just being busy. Right. Yeah. Get people back into almost their zone of genius where they make the contribution rather than all the stuff that's probably to a certain extent, a bit of a learning curve and a struggle for most people, but they kind of, well, I have to do that anyway. Mm. It's part of the deal. And, uh, and, and and it just, it, it, it becomes even more important as soon as you start growing a team of any size Mm-hmm. Because it's okay. Because you say, "Well, this is only going to take two minutes. This is only going to get take two minutes." Well, if you've got a, a team of five people, now you've got five people who are doing these bits and pieces that could be automated or could be eliminated through using the right tools. But you're 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 getting them to do this drudgery work, right? Because because you haven't invested the time and the effort to actually put the right things in place and just eliminate that level of stuff from your business. Makes um, sense. Because because it, it's the, the way that I look at it. There's a lot of those things that need to be done, mm-hmm. but anyone you hire is overqualified to do it. Yes. It, yes. But but we hire people to perform those tasks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, almost that back end administrative paper pushing. I mean it's not yeah. nowadays it's not all paper, but um essentially those tasks. Does it assist with the the flow and communication as well in the sense of more people know what's happening rather than having to talk to each other? Yes, um, to a large extent. So um, as an outline, what Macanto allows you to do is you you create data in that represents your business. So let's say, for instance, you run a car garage. Yep. Well, the, th- the thing you're really dealing with are vehicles, mm-hmm. not, not, not really the people. Yes, yes, they're your customers, but the thing that goes through the process of your business is the vehicle. Yes. So you can now create something in Macanta that represents the vehicles. And then you can say, okay, we have relationships to vehicles. There's the vehicle owners, there's the technician, there's the admin person, whatever that needs to be. And now you can create processes and automation that when the, ve- the status of the information on the vehicle 
equals X, send an email to the customer, create a task for the admin person, awesome. um, and, and, and send a reminder to this person or that, because the automation engine has the intelligence of those relationships. Right. Um, and, 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 and then for it also allows me to, as a client, I can own three vehicles. Now, mm -hmm. three vehicles need to have their annual service at a different time. They're different vehicle types. There are different requirements. So you can then drive the automation based on the requirements of that vehicle rather than just sending me a random email once a year saying, oh, do you want to bring your car in for service? It's like, well, it needed the service six months ago and I had it done somewhere else. Right. right so it's it's, it's that kind of sense and then and, and another example would be say um uh, legal processes you run a law firm mm -hmm. well it's the, it's the case that is that object that travels through your process it's not the people i have the relationship again of being the client you have the relationship of being the lawyer there's maybe a file handler um a paralegal whatever the relationships may be need are in your business but again it's the case that needs to be processed mm -hmm. not the individuals and then you can okay new case comes on you can assign it to a lawyer they can either accept it or decline it if they accept it then me the client gets a new a second email saying hey your case has been accepted by so and so they'll be in touch creates awesome. a task for someone and and it just gives you this real 360 view and the automation is driven on a if this then that basis. So nice. as long if if you can describe to a person sitting next to you when to do something, then you can tell McCanter the same thing. So it's basically if there's a new case that doesn't have a solicitor yet or a lawyer yet, then assign it via round robin or whatever it is. And then you've got, so if I can say to you, when there's a new case coming in and we've not assigned a lawyer yet, pick the next person in the queue out of the lawyers and assign it to them. Well, I can describe it to you sitting next to me. I can describe it to the system and then the system takes care of it. Awesome. And I would yeah. think there's value add in that. I mean, using the lawyer example, the if you've told the system to send the email to the customer, at that point, the communication process is better too, because yeah. now the customer knows who the face is, the person who is going to be communicating with them, and they feel like something is happening. It's not just yeah, they, they, sitting they, in an in-basket. Yeah, they, they know that progress has been made. Yes. Um, and, and then again, when let's say that lawyer then updates the status of the case to initial review, again, you can send a message to the customer saying that, hey, your case has been updated. It's busy in the initial review process. Normally, this takes two to three days. So and so will get back to you, and 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 it just means. And again, because it's the case that is driving through the process, one solicitor or lawyer can have twenty cases on the go, but they get tasks generated or notifications when the particular case is in the right place. Whereas generally with CRMs, it's it's the contact that goes, they're contact centric. It's the contact that yes. goes through the automation. And then you've got, okay, well, here's a contact. They've got more than one vehicle. How do I deal with that? How do I handle that? Yeah, makes a lot of sense. Whereas this way you can associate the customer or the person with several tasks. Yeah, yeah. But... Um, 
you can interrogate the system anyway, but it's actually managing the process, probably yeah. particularly valuable for for smaller com um, companies to start with. And then once they get hooked on the system, I would suspect the sky's the limit. So do you find you need to assist clients in getting onboarded or assist them through the process? Or are most yeah, of them so pretty independent? It's it's a bit of a mix, um, really. Mm. And, and therefore, we, we offer a, a mixed service. On the one hand, you can sign up, watch the videos, roll your own, and get in touch with support as and when you have questions around right. it. Or you can come to us and say, okay, I want to build it myself, but I don't really know where to start. Mm -hmm. So then we get on a call because what I find is one of the, one of the things people find the hardest is to transpose their business onto this map. Right. Because they're so in their business, the general approach is, but my business is too complicated. Mm-hmm. And, and just by talking to someone who's got the technical background but an outside viewpoint, it's quite quickly to determine, well, actually, no, that these, this is your objects, these are your relationships, what information do you want, there you go. And then it gives them a starting point. Um, we can also do that initial configuration or you can just say, well, just build it and maintain it for me and whenever they want change. Because that's also, it's, 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 it's it's really a box of Lego, mm -hmm. and therefore, if, six months after putting it in place, if your business has changed slightly, you just adjust the system. You don't have to go and look for a different system. And three years down the line, you're much bigger, bigger team. You start offering a different service or an additional service, or you just build the process for that service into the existing system. The system. That's and really, really awesome. because it's up to you, it's like Lego, you can build a house with a flat roof, or you can build Starship Enterprise. Yeah. yeah. And, and you don't have to decide at the start, just because lots of people can be overwhelmed if they think, well, I have to automate my entire business, that's impossible. Right. It's like, no, just take this little window and just say, okay, I'm going to make this easier. Mm. And then the next bit. And then the next bit. And soon enough, they get hooked. It's like, well, if I can do this over here, I can do that over there. And now I want to do this and I want to do that. Because they start seeing the, they, they can see the benefit and the time it frees up. And, and you, 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 you generate a lot of additional capacity in the business. Right. I would think for, so. For very, for very little financial investment. Mm -hmm. um, and um, because the, in every business, the, the most expensive asset walks on two legs. Yes, so, so true. And if you can free up their time as well as make their daily job more interesting, you can encourage the creativity side of the yeah. value that comes out of those two legs. And, um, and, and a good example of that is, again, looking at the legal firms. If you think how much the hourly rate for a lawyer is, do you really want them to spend their time just sending update emails, confirmation right. emails? No, because you can't bill me for the time it took you to send me an email. Mm -hmm. Well, if you can just check a box to say this is now an initial review and that sends me an email saying, hey, this is now an, an initial review, you can carry on with what you need to do. And I'm satisfied because I'm up to date on what's happening in the process. Yeah. Yeah, very um, valuable. And as the business owner, you know that that consistency is there, that when a case goes into review, the customer knows that it's in review. 
Yes. You, you're not you're not constantly saying, please send those emails. Make sure you send those emails. Have you sent those emails? Mm-hmm. Um, mm. So, and of course, any any people, anyone on your team can log in, can see the case, can see yes. where it is, can see who's working on it, um, and get that view rather than sort of digging around in files and maybe sending the wrong email because they didn't realize that a case or and 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 just to be clear i'm using the the law firm as an example as an example yeah but it's 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 really whatever your business functions with pretty awesome so is it modular do you need different functionality depending on what the business is or is it pretty much all encompassed and as you roll it into a new area it just goes there yeah, so um, from from that's why our our focus is heavily on creating Lego blocks. Mm-hmm. So we we don't we don't build Lego models. Right. We just create, we just create the blocks. Yes. So for instance, let let's say you're 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 a client and you use it and you come to us and say, I'd really like it to be able to do this and this. And if we don't have the blo- building blocks for that, rather than us hard coding, let's say you're a law firm again, rather than hard coding this function for a law firm, we take a step back and say, okay, what Lego blocks do we need to create so that you can do that, but so that it then benefits the car garage and the estate agent and the electrical contractor and everyone else, because now they've got those Lego blocks and they can do their version of that thing. Right. Rather than it being, well, here's functionality for law firms. And then someone in real estate asks for essentially the same thing, but now we have to code it for real estate. Yes. Yes. So it's, makes it's, a lot it's, of it's, sense. So I assume it's cloud-based, essentially yeah. system as a service, because that's the way you can then support and and progressively develop it. So have you had to come up with solutions on the privacy confidentiality side and are you doing that in-house if you have or do you partner yeah so from that side really i mean we we take care of all the gdpr um and um the, the different legislation and everything that we have to comply with with people's details um from a privacy perspective within a business um we we have functionality for very granular user permission awesome setting so you you can have it let's say you run a sales team if you've got five salespeople and a sales manager when a salesperson logs in they can only see their own leads they can't even search for the other person's leads but when the sales manager logs in they can see all of it Right. They can can drill down and their dashboard will show the the details for each sales agent. But when the sales agent logs in, they can just see the dashboard for their numbers. And that's the control that you have as the business owner of of that is very granular. And you can then decide, well, so you've got options where can can the user see it at all? Mm -hmm. If If they can see it, is it read write or read only? Because it might be, well, okay, I'm happy for you to see this information, but I don't want you to mess around with it. So you can read it because in your job role, you need to reference it, but you don't need to be able to edit it. And the whole interface works like that, that if I log in for job role A, 
I only see what I need to see in order to do my job. Nice. I don't see the entire interface with everything. And then I have to find the bits that's relevant to my job role. Mm-hmm. It's it's and and if someone else then logs in and you can have two people in the same business sitting next to each other logging in and it'll look to them as if they've logged into two different systems. Oh, amazing. Because because for their job roles they don't need the same information. Right. Right. Um, and and rather sense. than clutter the interface with stuff they don't need, we just take it away. Yeah, pretty awesome. So is there an upper limit to the use case? Would there be a business that you would feel would get pretty large and stretching the the, the functionality of the system or not really? No, not really, because our our infrastructure, the underlying infrastructure is on AWS. So it's completely scalable for us. Um, And it, it's really so. I mean, I think we've we've got a, a client who's now heading towards a hundred users logging in pretty much That's, every day, yeah. um, which is a sizable business. Yeah, um, and and it works just fine for them. Um, and awesome. so no, and 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 it's it's one of those things, and and that's that's sort of to a large extent my role in the business is well, if we get to a point where we realise well, actually it's it's not working right for them mm-hmm. then it's either a case of deciding okay as a business we're not going to deal with those kinds of businesses or right. we enhance our infrastructure and the technology right. to make it more suitable yeah um, yeah so keep the communication going with the client to yeah. ensure that the the customer service remains awesome well uh, system service remains awesome, shall we call yeah. it? And that's that's pretty great. So has the COVID-19 pandemic done much to your business? Has there been any benefit uh, or changes or, or pivots that you've had to make? Yeah, so um, I'm, I'm actually very aware that we've been extremely fortunate that awesome. from a day-to-day running our business, it's as if it didn't exist. Nice. Because we were already a fully remote team. So um, I'm about 45 minutes outside of London. Um, My brother was one of the co-founders. He's about three hours drive away from here. Mm -hmm. Um, We've got got engineers in the Philippines and in Colombia. So we didn't have to change anything. Um, We don't have an office that anyone turns up to. That's fantastic. Um, we just work. So so from that perspective, we had everything in place. Yeah. And because we've got clients all over the world, I, I don't physically meet them anyway. Yes. So, so it's it's all done via the technology that the world has suddenly now woken up to. <laughs> yeah, funny. It's been up there a while yeah, and we found it's, it. It's been there a while, yeah. Um, so, so no, from that perspective. And then um, really from a... Um, sort of client base and the health of the business perspective. Um, we've just been really fortunate that we've been growing through the whole process. We actually, we launched a very big element so that the current version of Macanta, we actually launched in February, end of February, 2020. Awesome. So it's, it's, it's all about timing. Yeah, <laughs> like a, month, a month later, the world shut down. Um, but no, we've been, we've been very fortunate that it's actually, um, 
Yeah, that's great. And you haven't seen too much of a a detrimental impact on the customer side either, I presume. No, um, it's been very interesting where we've we've had to make things happen for some customers because they've had to change what they do. They still want to deliver their service, but their process needs to change in quite a big way. Mm -hmm. Um, so, So helping with that... Um, certainly, but, but not, not really a, I mean, um, we're not really aware of anyone having gone out of business or things That's going awesome. really south for them. So yeah, so all of the customers yeah. obviously managed to pivot in a really good yeah. way, and yeah. it's which, which was also which was a fascinating and very interesting thing to yeah. see. It's the motivation behind it is not something we'd like to repeat. No, but it ha- it has been. I've been amazed just in general, not just our customers, but in general how businesses have adapted so quickly whereas i think if this didn't happen they would have preferred or would have thought they preferred to still do the same thing five ten years from now Mm. but they've suddenly they've been forced to make a change and for lots of people it's been brilliant yes it's 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 been it's been hard but the outcome has been has, has opened up avenues for their business that otherwise they wouldn't have looked at Yes. Because they didn't, they didn't need to, and they were staying in their lane and believing that this is what I do and this is all I can do. Mm-hmm. But then suddenly they realise, well, actually, no, there are two opportunities over there I can go after, and have done well. So no, it's, yeah, it's, no, it's been a very, very interesting exercise. I'm aware of quite a lot of companies that I'd describe as being traditional or in some kind of a traditional industry. And they were really opposed to virtual or remote workforces or any of the kind of distance new age shall we call it as one of the clients called it the other day aspects and they've managed most of them to adopt Mm. i mean many of them are talking about going back to in office whenever they can but it's going to be very interesting to see how many aspects of our new way of doing things actually just persist because it almost seems like it's a more efficient way of working in many areas we need a blend but uh yeah yeah there there is there there is still we are we are um we're still human emotional creatures and and there, there are connections when you're sitting across the table from someone that we don't necessarily fully understand but they have an impact yeah um and it's going to take a lot more than 18 months of zoom calls to change that yes but i think one of the one of the biggest advantages i think for the workforce is the fact that more companies have realized well actually for us to achieve our goals and for you to be a valuable member of our team it doesn't actually matter where you live yes it yes. it doesn't have to be within an hour of our office Mm-hmm. so that you can come in you can slip into the office every day to come and because there are so many roles where people go into the office sit down to do their work <laughs> and don't actually talk to the people around them and they don't no. interact they, they, their role doesn't require them to interact with the people around them and you sort of think well why why are you here why are you there yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. why have the, you spent the, those three hours to commute and yeah yeah <laughs> And and it gives. I mean, I've been fortunate. I haven't commuted for 
nearly oh, for uh, nearly eight years now. I mean, I've I've had a five yard commute across nice. the landing. Nice. Yes. <laughs> um, yes. Yes. So, <laughs> but it just gives people a far better quality of life or access to a far better quality of life yes. um, to do that. And I mean, something that I've, I've, it's sort of the penny dropped for me last year when we were on, we were on holiday and we were in Portugal having a great time. And I would still get up early in the morning to work with the engineers in the Philippines because the time zone works really well for that. But then yeah. by the time the rest of the family wakes up and everything, I've done half a day's work. They know right. what they need to do. They carry on. I can go. So we've just decided that next year for the whole of July and August, I'm going to go and live in Portugal with the girls, with our two girls. Makes sense. And then awesome. Because, because I don't have to be in this room. No. It has it has me not being in this room and being in a different room. As long as I've got decent broadband, it has yes. no impact at all. But it's a far better summer for them if they're in Portugal with a pool and the beach Absolutely. or whatever they want. So, yeah. um, and and I, I think I think that kind of thing is something that I'm I hope people hold on to. Yes. Off off the back of the pandemic, and to not just slide back into what what it was same and, old and, same and, old yeah and, and to an extent having quite low expectations of what they could achieve what is possible yes. yeah um, that's true if we can get people producing and being more enthusiastic about their full daily life both the job yeah. and the personal lives yeah. that would be an awesome outcome to yeah. have come from this pandemic so in your various endeavors since you've been an entrepreneur and a musician and all these things <laughs> for several years you must have had significant challenges along the way have you had Notice that you have any particular techniques or secrets for overcoming the problems or unlocking your success and growth? Um, I think for the overcoming of problems, it is a relentless perseverance mm -hmm. is is what I put it down to and 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 I can't take. I can't take credit for it. It's not like it's a skill that I cultivated. I'm just fortunate enough that that's the way I am. And and but but it's and and I, I was like that as, as as a kid. I mean, <laughs> this is going to sound strange, but behind our garage, growing up behind the garage, there, there, there was just rubbish, a pile of who knows what. Great for kids. <laughs> I just spent digging, and I found the same lawnmower carburetor wow and times and it's like oh maybe this time i can do something with this thing <laughs> i mean i've tried 10 times but maybe this time it, it's 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 like maybe this time it's going to turn into something useful perseverance and, yeah and 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 it's it, it's the same thing for me in business i think that the key is don't the the goal remains the same Right. But you have to be completely flexible in how you're going to get there. Yes. Providing it's still the goal you want. So I said to you earlier, it took me nearly 23 years to get a British passport. So fine, 20 years into that project, by all accounts, I had failed miserably. <laughs> but the, the goal, the end goal remained the same. I had to keep changing how I was trying to get there. 
Right. But it's hanging. Whereas if, if I was completely inflexible on the means of getting that goal, I'm fairly certain I would have given up a decade before. Yeah. Yeah, because absolutely. that's it's it's being rigid in in the process by which you think you're going to achieve the goal that makes it difficult. Yes. If 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 and 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 I'd say that it's it's that perseverance, but then being completely flexible in how you achieve your goal, yeah. and being completely inflexible in the goal you are trying in to the achieve. determination to achieve yeah. the goal yeah 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 ra ra rather than saying okay this didn't get me that goal therefore i'm going to keep doing this and i'm just going to change my goal is i think is is where people get into trouble and that yeah. makes it really difficult yeah. um so i'd say but but like i say that that's it, it's sort of in hindsight i can say i think that has benefited me but it's not that I made a decision at any point and said, I'm going to approach things this way. Yeah, no, but uh, sometimes it's it's great to reflect back and try to identify what were the characteristics that actually mm. drove the success. And consequently, I mean, one looks around at other successful or unsuccessful people and what are the common themes there that can assist someone who wants to succeed or something that they need to change in themselves if they're not succeeding. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's pretty fun to look back. So looking at your industry again and the trends that we have in the world, what do you think ex or expect our trends to be over the next three to five years, which have obviously in technology is a pretty long time? Yeah. Um, it's quite interesting because in, in, in a lot of areas, um, we are being told everything is short-lived and will change every six months. And if it's six months old, it's out of date and the younger generation doesn't care about it anymore or, or anything like that. But I think the, the workforce of 20 years from now will be unrecognisable in, in the fact that for them, all that has ever existed is the technology. Yes. Um, Whereas where some of us have had jobs where the tech, I mean, it's quite, it's quite interesting. I think everything I use day to day in business now didn't exist when I first came to the UK. And, and it, and it's not, it's, 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 it's even more than that. There's most of it wasn't technically possible yet mm -hmm. whereas whereas now we're at a point where it's like it, it's just this is the way it is and it's yes. only going to get bigger and faster and stronger um but i i think and and it's already happening and and sort of no code platforms like ours and zapier and um, integrately and those kind of things make this even more possible i think businesses are less interested in finding one piece of software or one tool that can do everything. Right. Because, it, because what tends to happen is, yes, it does everything, but it does it all rather mediocre and it, it's, it's never what you want. Rigid. Yeah. Yeah. And, and people are much more open to, well, I'll use this thing because it's best in class. And then I'll connect it to that thing because that thing is best in class. And, and having sort of 
almost building up their own infrastructure rather than being reliant on a single provider and say, okay, this does everything. So our our product is an example of that. We've got automated SMS, we've got automated email, um, but we are not an email marketing platform. We we use Macanta to run our own business, but we don't use Macanta to do our own email marketing because that's not what it's for. We're using something that was actually built for email marketing to to, to do that. Yeah. Um, and I think we'll 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 only see more of that where mm-hmm. there are these specialist tools because the reality is that in in the physical realm we've always done that. It's like yeah. if you want if you want to paint a wall, yes, you can do it with a hammer, <laughs> but it's not it's not going to look nice. No, we don't generally no. defer uh, to the no. easiest <laughs> option. <laughs> yeah. uh, 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 get a brush and a roller, it's going to look a lot better by the time you're finished. But, <laughs> and you'll look it, a lot better too, yeah. probably. <laughs> um, but, but, but it's that kind of thing. Rather than saying, well, this will do, it's not great, but it yeah, will do. It's being able to say, well, actually, no, for this bit of what my business need, I can use best in class because I can connect it to this other thing that's best in class. It's, it's like another example from us. We use a platform called Chargebee for our recurring billing. Okay. Um, well, now we could create a billing platform inside Macanta for ourselves yeah. and integrate it with Stripe and everything else. We have the technical ability to do that, but Chargebee is brilliant. Right. And unless we're going to change our business to say, okay, we are now a business creating a recurring billing platform, we are never going to have something that's as good as they've created. Because all they do all day long is think about how can we make this better? Mm -hmm. So rather, it's almost as if their development team becomes part of my team and they're spending all their time making this one bit in my business better every day. Makes a lot of sense. So makes your project planning really important in the aspect of thinking well what is core or what is a new direction that you should be going in or where is something that you are indirectly partnering with someone else because the product they have talks to integrates works alongside more efficiently so. yeah and and, and it, that approach also makes it quite easy for for us to say no yeah. it's like we want this function well it, it's it's not it, it, it's, it's it's like any any other product fine if you you have a car it's great do you want wings no exactly yes <laughs> I, I don't but i also don't want a tow bar on my airplane it, it's <laughs> Yeah, and, and 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 it makes complete sense, and it seems farcical when you take it to a physical example. Yeah, but somehow lots of software products just keep. It's it's like a house that everyone who moves in adds a bit of an extension onto it, yes. and it just ends up being a mess. Yeah, no, it does. And the end of the day, even the core functionality is lost because yeah. it becomes so blended and extended that nothing works anymore nothing's what it should have been so do you have any thoughts that you'd like to leave us with perhaps anything that we haven't discussed today um 
No, I don't think so. I, I think one thing is I, again, I am just like this, is I, I would encourage business owners to to allow some of their time for this kind of thing, for, for looking at, well, what can I use in my business? How can I use it? What's available? But don't make a big deal out of it. It's not, it's, it's not, I always say we're not pouring concrete. Mm-hmm. You can change your, you can change your mind, but just start exploring little things and just be curious because, <laughs> because more likely than not, the thing that can really transform the day to day running of your business already exists. Makes a version of it is already out there. Um, and and it's just a it's just decide you're going to spend maybe if you if you're just starting if 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 you're not really familiar with the sides of things just take an hour every couple of weeks and just just go and dig around just just go and dabble just do random searches for I want to do this I want to do that and just start playing I mean software has free trials just sign up for stuff and see what's there right um, and just just be curious. But don't feel that it's always while you're making this big decision because you're not. You're just making it's, – it's, there's a great book called Little Bets. Mm-hmm. And that's all it is. Just, just make lots of little bets yeah. and, and, and enjoy the process as much as the result and just, just start digging around and finding, well, actually, this thing really makes a difference and go for that. Just, just explore a bit more and, and be curious. Awesome advice. Thank you very much. That is great. So if listeners want to contact you, learn more about the products, have a chat, see what would be valuable, how do they do that? Um, so two ways, really. One is go to the website, mercantacrm.com, and you can get in touch with us via that. Or just find me on LinkedIn. I'm quite easy to track down on LinkedIn. Um, send me a message, and I'll be more than happy to to see where we can help and awesome. have a chat. Well, thanks very much. I'll link that up in the show notes. And thank you very much for joining us today. Really interesting insight to give some of those use cases and examples of exactly where the software can actually save enormously in avoiding some of the two-minute tasks or the two-hour tasks, which in yeah. many cases, if you if you do things inefficiently, it actually takes an ordinate time to do some of these back-end yeah. things. No, that's great. Thank you very much. I enjoyed this. Thanks for having me. The Unlocking Business Growth Podcast is sponsored by Protea Consulting Professional Corporation. We help our clients translate their operating and accounting data into the strategy for business growth they're truly capable of. Subscribe to the Unlocking Business Growth podcast on iTunes, Google Play and Spotify to hear from other companies that have overcome growth challenges. Get a free copy of NOLA's latest book, The 5F Strategy, Bottom Line Growth in Any Economy Without Additional Sales and Marketing and download the Financial Growth Scorecard at proteaconsulting.ca. Work with us to achieve your business potential. To find out if we're a fit for your business, email info at proteaconsulting.ca and follow the Unlocking Business Growth Podcast on LinkedIn and Facebook.